There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. All right, guys, in honor of International Podcast Day, what's your favorite thing about doing a podcast? Ooh. All right, I'm going to answer first. Plain and simple, the people that I've met doing the podcast, that's my most favorite thing. You mean the listeners that you end up calling and having conversations <laughs> on the phone with? Becoming nah. BFF with? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Accepting baked treats from? Yay. Cool. That's the, been the best thing. And you guys, by the way, and the Thank interns you, and everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. nice. Hey, Mike? That's nice. Mike? I, um, this is recent. I love ignoring Rachel the whole week and then Larry listening to her conversations and her, her stories. You Live. have been ignoring me. I was wondering why. <laughs> it's better for the podcast. More content. I love all the free bottled water we get every week. So you mean from Blizzard? From Blizzard? The Blizzard the water. Blizzard. I usually I usually take about like six home with me, so I got my water filled for the whole week, and, and it's free. And me like, what is this BJ store brand? No, what's this water? ghetto ass water? Blizzard is spelled wrong. It's supposed to be two Z's, not one. Oh, Rachel. It's Blizzard. Uh, okay, can I give two answers? I mean, you always do, so let's go. No, I don't. Okay, first, it's being here with you guys every week. Okay. I love being here with everyone in this room, actually, mm-hmm. every week. And I think also the second part of it is, like, knowing that together we are altering mindsets and moving people forward through ah. through us being We're us. like audio, uh, audio LSD. I love that. The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. What? And that is me having some bronchial issues right now. Bronchial. Yeah. I'm not gonna diagnose myself with bronchitis just yet, but it's bronchial related. Somebody needs a flu shot. 
Do I really though, Frank? Do we need nah, to be vaccinated? Not at all. I would head up to Dwayne Reed just in case. Say. Just in case to get that flu shot. <laughs> My mother does a nice, uh, you know, remedio, you know. Well, like vapor rub and like uh, that white stuff. What's that white nah, stuff? Like snake oil with, with, like a with wax. snake what? oil with yeah, like, snake oil. Damn. Yeah, yeah, with coffee grinds. I just got a cold what? and shit. <laughs> She's doing like santeria. You know, the, you know what's so funny? The first time I ever saw my dad get high was when my dad got a pot of hot water and put vapor rub. What the and he put fuck? a towel over it. <laughs> and like, I'm like, what the I've fuck? And literally my dad was like, oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm about to pass out. And that's his way of getting high. <laughs> that's like that drug that, remember, Frank, you talked about? The one that makes ayahuasca. you vomit? Ayahuasca. Yeah. That's like some like homemade ayahuasca. Yeah, my dad was getting high off a of vapor rub. It was ridiculous. It's like a vapor rub <laughs> tent. It's yeah. like enclosed. Like, like a vapor wow, rub dad, greenhouse. I've seen that happen before. Mm. Well, in case you're wondering... Uh, this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yeah, you guys, we're here. We're in a great mood. We have a lot of like news to share, right? So we, and this is uh, episode number not gonna say because you guys said numbers are not important anymore. Some, I, saw, I saw some girl that wrote something that we don't need it anymore. Didn't you send something yeah. to the group? You know, I love how we get one person giving us feedback, and that just changes the whole <laughs> the structure whole... of the show. Rich was like, did you see that one comment? Mike. We're done. Mike, that is 100% of the vote. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you want to just break it down percentage-wise. I'm not trying to do math, listeners. But it's like, it's, hi, I'm six years old. What's a podcast? Rachel's like, yo, people, no our, more audience, podcasts. our audience doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> We need to explain it to them next episode. Should we? I'm totally down to do an episode like that. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary <laughs> definition of a podcast is... How podcasts started. We should do a history of podcasts. Oh, wow. Podcasts that's a spin-off. Okay, wow. that's great. Mm. That's a lot of research. Oh. All right. It is. Okay, here's something you don't have to research anymore because we've been holding this in for a couple of weeks, haven't we? I think. I'm going right in with the Wait, news. time out. No, you always do this. Because I'm, I got a bone to pick. A we were supposed to you announce it on the, pod, on the podcast. And you went ahead and you told ¿Quién? all your fans. Oh. Oh. All of us could share it to our fans. dijo we were going to do it on the podcast? I mean, dijo? it would only make sense. So nobody said it, actually. You said that we said it. I'm like, when did Last we? Last week we said it in the pre. Look, we have behind I the scenes I don't believe stuff. that. Did anybody I'm else hear that? Yeah. Did I'm anybody else? Just let it out already, guys. What is it? Well, Rachel's fans already know. So go ahead, Rachel. I love how you say my fans. Like <laughs> the, the catch these are me, my people. You're the, you're the uh, catch me if you can hive. will know wow. about the wow. They know already. You know there was a certain podcast that said that you be hating, and I fucking went to oh, bat for you, yeah. and I went to bat for you. They didn't say me specifically. Well, they, said, they oh, were, I think, pointing the arrow in your direction. <laughs> they were just saying in general that we hated. All right, I didn't want to believe them. I'm still not going to believe them. <laughs> I'm just going to move on from All right, this. just repeat that your fans already know. All right, you guys. You know what, Mike? I love you. You unveil the news. Ooh, you. For real? Yeah. Okay, Why so, not? Um, We are on November 5th, Tuesday, are going to be performing a live show at the New York Comedy Festival. Oh, That's a very wow, wow, prestigious wow, wow, wow. festival. Very huge yeah. because we're the. I looked at the roster. We're, Tell us. We are the only Latino podcast 
Amongst wow. Oh, wow. the podcast. Take that, everything. swallow it. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Oh, okay. so, No, no, not that. That was so just like a saying. No, no, it was big. a saying. <laughs> That's very specific, Mike, though. I like that. It's like, yo, we the only Latino podcast. God, I had a stress huge. That's huge. It is huge. Yes. What other people? There's a lot of like famous names in the in the in this year's festival. Mm-hmm. So like we're in a lineup full of like heavy hitters, such as um Take your time. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I know you, there's a lot. Maybe you shouldn't just start with the phrase. Bill, Bill Stephen Martin. Colbert. Yes. Wow. yes. Comedy Bang Bang. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. I like that. Uh, yeah. Tom Segura. Latino. Yes. Isn't Bill okay. Moyer? I saw Bill, Bill Moyer. Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Yeah. Bill, Maher. Bill Maher. Okay. Trevor Noah. Yeah. Yow. Trevor Noah's in there. Wow. Pete Holmes. Okay. Jenny Slate. What? Yeah. Should Louis, we continue? Nick Crow. You get the gist. That's crazy. I'm actually seeing the Nick Crow show on that Saturday of the festival. So. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have an extra ticket? Because I like. Yeah, we're giving out an extra ticket to the park. No, I, I just bought it. I bought it like a normal person. Well, it's a prestigious, prestigious or prestigious. Either way, prestigious, prestigious. In Brooklyn, we say prestigious. Oh uh, no, no, yeah. of course, I trust you. Um, it's a prestigious festival. It's been a long time running. Yeah. Some great sponsors attached to it. We are so excited because mm. I think we all could say we love doing live events. Mm-hmm. Don't we? Mm. This podcast. We love like, the energy of the crowd. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It feels so good. And if you missed the 100th episode with Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, okay, yeah. uh, if you missed that or if you missed our live event at the New York Latino Film Festival at the <sighs> Google space. Wow. Then shame on you, one. But now's okay. your opportunity to really experience it. Tickets are on sale right now. You can be fancy and go to NewYorkComedyFest.com. Or you could just go to LOLLive.Eventbrite.com. Mm. So much easier. I just saved you a step. You'll thank me later. Yes. LOLLive.Eventbrite.com. It's happening when, people? November 5th. It's a test. Come on. November 5th. Okay. November 5th, Rachel. November 5th. What time? 7.30. That 7:30. was a trick question. I think 7. To be 7, 7 I think. All right. Tibby knows. Doors Tibby gets alert. Anything that we share on social media, Tibby's the first one to know. He has like a, a special alert on his yeah, phone. So, God bless you, Tibby. He even actually screenshot. He's like, yo, look, you you guys are in the uh, the website and everything. I'm like, oh, yes, Tibby. That was a We're going to announce it later. Great thing to see that announced. So anyway, 6 o'clock, doors open. You can order dinner at this place. They serve food. Wow. It's at the engine room in the heart of Times Square. This is a fancy place. It's beautiful. They got food. They got drinks. It's on the lower level. It's two da- It's like literally two blocks down from the producers of the New York Comedy Festival. Mm. Caroline's on Broadway. Wow. So we're right there. We're by, like, we're going to feel the energy of the New York Comedy Festival because it's happening two blocks away. Nice. Well, speaking of performing, Jamie, how was your weekend? Well, I went to my, I did my annual pilgrimage to the um, medieval festival, (laughs) (laughs) medieval festival uptown, the one in the cloisters. Yes, yes, yes. And so, yeah, it's, it's great. It's like medieval shit going on and a lot of... And a lot of people that I know, a lot of Latinos go up there because it's a really, town. yeah. Like I said this on my on my Instagram, but it's kind of like it has like instead of a Game of Thrones feel, it's more like a Game of Chicharrones. Wow! <laughs> because there's a lot of Damn Latino man. energy up in there. You know, Are people they are like Demon Lancelot, yo. <laughs> People smoking hookah on a horse. No. no. You've never seen it, but it's possible because... Oh, my God. And it's great. So hey, I, loco. <laughs> can you describe to us what your outfit was? Because uh, it looked, that a looked confusing. interesting. So I wasn't trying to go with the outfit initially. I was just going to go normal, right? Um, and then I, I had, we had, I had a cape from 
this Somos web series that we did where I play like this El Profeta de la Salud, kind of like a Walter Mercado type. Right. And But this this cape, it has kind of astrology shit on it. It has like the moon and the, and the sun oh, and the wow. stars. So it worked perfectly. And I had a long wig, but then I needed something to complete the outfit. So once I went to the festival, I bought a wizard hat. Ooh. 20 bucks that I immediately regretted but it, <laughs> it completed my outfit and I, I felt like a wizard I was like wow. a wizard at the moment. So maybe it was a magic hat. It, it felt kind of like magic up for you. Huh? And you're with your dad again, man. Was, my father. It, it's so like no. a ritual, man. I see you every year. Me and my father. Have so a you go sword fighting with him, right? Well, that's, Mike, uh, what the? Fuck? Mike just did like this really weird thing. <laughs> nah, not like that. Mike. Underneath it's a Spaniard his Spaniard thing. I mean, come <laughs> on. Hey! Underneath his chair, which obviously hey. not that type of sword fighting. All right. Okay. All right. We ain't that type of family. <laughs> we ain't that close. We ain't that close. <laughs> But we usually do that. It's kind of a thing. We go to the festival and then we take the swords from the, from like, you know, we don't buy them. We take these fake swords and then we yeah. do little like You're jousting. explaining is making me we think joust. I was correct. I don't want to say sword fighting. I want to say jousting because that sounds, oh, that sure. sounds even better. Tomato, dirty. tomatoes, bro. Yeah. It's all good. So right now we probably have like the last eight years jousting pictures. So wow. I can, so I can literally make a collage. I'm pretty like a decade, a decade in. I'm gonna have. So a you've been going for eight years, that. yeah, and you have made no friends. You just your dad. <laughs> Good, because he said I make no friends because he doesn't see me with anyone else there. It's just, you know, Are I'm they embarrassed? To be I'm with there you? with people, it? but they don't want to take pictures with me. Oh wow! In the medieval festival, don't like, they know don't you don't have know. a podcast? Why are they embarrassed to take pictures? Maybe with they're you? embarrassed with the outfit I was wearing. I don't know. <laughs> right. Either way, next, uh, I definitely recommend it. And next year, if anybody wants to come through with me, let's do it. Oh, we'll go. Okay. Latinos are allowed live. I'm oh, down. Yeah, Can we do like a medieval podcast live from Ooh, the medieval festival? Nice. That is dope. And if like we talk, let's dress up. Let's we talk have an from a castle. They have a castle. We they can have do a it from like we'll oh have God. like a oh we'll God. have like a round. Oh we'll have like a round table, like the Knights of the Round Table. You <gasps> oh know. my God! Yes, we have the Alpha <laughs> Game of Thrones. We'll Throws. get Malacone to sponsor. Give us big drumsticks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> drumsticks. Or like yeah. Live chickens. Or no turkey leg. Everybody eats turkey legs there. That's like the worst thing to eat in public. It's like trying to eat a turkey like in public is just it's not cute yo and Ye was in the heights was he part of the medieval festival no, no. as in Kanye, Kanye West yes Kanye wow. was at the United Palace guys what was he doing What's up he, had, with that? He, had, he, had a, he had a sermon there a religious uh, Jesus walk sermon I believe what he just announced it and in 10 minutes it got sold out you checked it Jamie yeah well somebody might. Some, I sent the link you the Frank Mike sent the link, link and yeah, then I looked right. and I'm like Oh shit! This is cool, and then yeah, immediately man. it was like sold out. You know, people sold out. It, it was yeah. free. Yeah. 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 Shout was out crazy. to the Heights. Shout out to the Heights. Shout out to Michael Fiddleston. Shout out to Lin Manuel. They've been making That's that huge. place pop, man. Yeah, definitely. that's why I saw the 20th anniversary of the Matrix. That, that theater's the, dope. That, that United theater's Palace be bringing up the hipsters uptown, deep, though. Deep, deep, all deep the people from Brooklyn take like a trek all yeah. the way wait, uptown. Deepak Shakur is gonna be there. The the myth. Is that like Tupac's cousin or something? Who's this? Who's t- who's Deepak Chopra? T- yeah, that guy, that the, the Killer Illuminati. That 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 guy, that, that you know. <laughs> All eyes on me. The Indian, yeah, that guy. I get around. <laughs> I get around. He's gonna be there. Dirt mama, dirt mama, dirt. <laughs> oh my god. Rachel, yeah. speaking of being a mama, how was um your weekend? Yeah. It was great. I mean, over the course of the last few days, I was a puppet in Sarah Ann Houghton's show Scrap. Dare you're never a puppet. Can yeah. you describe what a puppet is? Yeah, yeah, it does need some sort of description. Okay, so Scrapped is a show at the People's Improv Theater produced by our friend Sarah. Mm-hmm. And basically it's a show for writers. And there are three 
highlighted writers per show, and they feature scripts that they have just have been scrapped in the writers' room. So it's the worst. It's the bottom of the writing I've bucket. You we and Jamie have been part of that. We did yeah. it as we did it as writers and as kinda, puppet masters, right? They then, throw shit at you. They throw paper paper balls at you. Okay. They people come Excuse in the audience me? and they judge everyone on stage. They're given paper balls and they can throw them on stage whenever they like. If there's a moment in the writing that they're like, "Get the fuck out of here," you get bombed. You get nailed with paper <laughs> in the face, which is so much fun. But then there's a sub game of this whole event in that, like, these puppets are actors, and there's a play on how actors are supposedly treated like shit mm. and like puppets. Like, here, puppets, Dang. read these lines, and they're treat the puppets play in that character throughout so, the whole show. So, you as a Leo, how did that make you feel as a puppet? It was humble sauce. Because wow. I know as a Leo, you'd be like, I ain't no puppet, but fuck it. No, come on. This is part what of acting. What are you so like deep when it's unnecessary to go deep? Mm. This is pretty much on the surface. Oh, like, okay. this is something you do. It was so much fun. I really suggest it. Actors out there, like, you get to play around with this and you have to cold read three scripts, which is challenging because <sighs> basically you got to make bold choices and just stay married to them. Mm. I made the wrong cho- Clearly, I made clear. <laughs> One choice was I played, for example, I played a robber with a mask on. Oh, shit. And the stage direction was... I ain't robbing no bank with you. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. ahead. Where's my pen? Where's my pen? Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, Rachel. By the way, I'm a very sharp shoot. We'll talk later. Honestly, I'm nasty with a handgun. Okay. I'm sure you are. I've seen you playing baseball. Where was I? Um... Robber. Robber. So, yeah, I had a mask on, and then, like, three or four lines later, the stage direction was they removed their masks. And so I removed the masks of the dead people. Oh, no. Wow. Great choice, Rachel. Clearly, I should have removed my own mask. Yeah. That's what's fun about it, though. That's what's fun about it. So congrats on that. It was great, but then, the like, Sarah and Dylan call out the behavior uh, in their characters, so it's very fun. So did it. Thank you, Jamie and Fatima for coming. Yeah. Awesome. Representing. Representing. Yeah. Thank was... you, Mike, for not. And... Oh, my. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm glad you I'm didn't so come. I'm so sorry, Rachel. I apologize I didn't go. <laughs> There's so much, like, empty space after this apology. <laughs> Rachel. You and, like, your the tone is so different than I'm, I'm, the words. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, so that was that. And what else? Um, yeah, this morning. Um, okay, I come on this podcast. I say this time and time again. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to the point here. I come here and I'm very honest. I think we all are. Is it fair to say we're all brutally honest um, on this podcast? I'm half honest. I'm what? half honest. The other half is straight lies. <laughs> Complete BS. I didn't know that Jamie half lied on this podcast. Yeah. What? Only when it's absolutely necessary. Are you 100% yeah. truthful on this podcast, Mike? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Uh, Frank, you? You don't have Your to ask me. growing. You don't have to ask me. All right, so I went on an, on an audition this morning mm. for something that I really did want. It shoots in Canada. It's a nice commercial. Canada. They were looking for comedic actresses with good improv. And this morning, I just did not have good improv. I don't know what... I don't know if I could do these early morning auditions. I'm not sure what happened there. But it just wasn't a good one, you know? Yeah. And you feel it in your gut when it's not. And you live and you learn. You live and you learn. Thanks. Did they, did they ask you to take a mask off? or? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, I'm calling back to your story. That means I'm listening. But you know what? Let me just say this. That I was given the lines upon arrival. And mm. it's so unfair. Damn. You know? 
And you have so to learn unfair. the lines right there on the spot? Yeah, in three minutes. God, dang. It's tough. That's it's tough. tough. It, it's, I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm not going to call out the production. What's the agency? No, Mike. <laughs> Okay, but you were honest. You, we're both honest. Yeah, no, but that, those are details that I shouldn't disclose. You don't, you, don't, you don't say the no, agency of the person, of, of the people that you're... Anyway, Rachel, Facts. who's the casting director? Shut up, Jamie. <laughs> I'm not... Why? What does the Taco Bell have to do with this? All right. It was a bad audition, and I just have to, like, shout everybody out, out there who has to deal with rejection as part of their work. Do you beat yourself up right after, like, for the rest of the day or no? No. I don't beat myself up, but I ain't gonna lie. I can't lie. It's so hard for me to lie here. Mm -hmm. uh, today was the first time I cried on the train. Oh, oh my God. You're, oh, yeah. no. Wait, the first time? I always cry on the train. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I add. always have issues on the train. Like emotional <laughs> breakdowns. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just being on the train. Oh, oh yeah. really? Sometimes I'm it's internal, but yeah, it's... Is it like while you're listening to our podcast? Or? Yeah. No, just the train. Have he you been, listen to have our you been on the MTA? <laughs> no, it's depressing. You've never been on the... Okay, thank you. Later on that day, after some collecting, you got to collect, I collect, I collected. Uh, I got good news. I got cast in something else. Okay, okay. Well, All right, nice. congratulations. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. The yin to the yang. So the moral of this story is... Cry more often because in your book later on. Uh, no, no, I don't recommend okay. that. No. I think it's like when one door closes, another opens. Yeah, that yeah. sounds more like it. That's a good one. Yeah, you know, just, I don't know what, I, I, I'm good with that, actually. Yeah, that was really good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. For, and, uh, for sharing <laughs> your experience and being Oh, okay, being you're real. welcome. That's real. That's yeah, real. But guys, this is, this is a key moment in the, in the podcast right now because it's been 118 episodes, and this is the first time I'm going to have my own segment. Wow. Yes, so, I am Tibby, so proud right now. Tibby, uh, Tibby has not informed me, but he has a little intro thingamajiggy for me. Oh, snap. <gasps> Here we go. Sounds like PBS. <laughs> what is Yeah. Oh, excuse me. All right. Wow. Okay. Intellectual. So, the Godfather. if you follow us on social media, um, you will notice that we today had the listeners ask questions to us. Oh. Jamie and I had a web series on Flama a couple years ago called Ask Bago. So today we have a lucky uh, listener that was able to ask us a question, mm. and I'm going to answer it, and then I'll open the floor for an anyone else that wants to chime in. Interesting. So Genesis is going to ask the question, and the actual uh, Instagram person that asked. So today's question mm. of the day for Ask Bago mm -hmm. was asked by Alvi with a beard. Okay. Uh, how do I love that. Yeah. Not yeah. to be confused with Alvy with no beard. Okay. <laughs> I know. Continue. Yeah, he can't grow one. Sad. Yeah, he, he got the beard. Um, how do us Latinos follow our dreams without our parents' support? Excellent question. Wow. Um, That's a hard one, Mike. As a Latino, you know, a lot of us can relate to that question. Mm -hmm. But it's very, very important to show our parents how passionate we are about stuff, right? So instead of just going straight through, you got to convince your parents, hey, look, I'm really serious about my dreams and you need to follow. Wow. Or do what I did and lie to them. Oh. So, yes. So <laughs> I, uh, I lied to my parents and I told them I was going to major in something that they wanted me to major in, accounting. And fill in the first two years of 
artistic classes, acting, filmmaking, and everything. And once you fulfill that, you drop out. So that's my advice right there. So for you, <laughs> you just go along oh, with it because wow. for two years. He closed with dropout, which was great. <laughs> and Perfect. then just drop he out. open like, with lie to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> so he- so that's my advice there, you know. Just play along. You're like, yes, dad, mom, I'm doing this. And then just take all the classes you want for the first couple of years. And once you have that on your resume, you can intern on what you want to do. Interesting. Wow. And that's wow. my advice. So you're 100% truthful in the podcast, but you lie to your parents about your future? Oh, that was offline. It was not part yeah. of the podcast. Okay. You know? No, so offline, you're, you're more pathological. Yes, yeah. Okay. That's the, cool, the, cool. the balance, the yin and yang there. And your mom listens to the podcast. She does, yeah. and this is going to be the first time she's going to find out. Yeah, that's what I thought. So um, I might not come back next week. Can we we should can we um speakerphone call her right now? <laughs> no. You can tell her in person, that'd be great. Doña. That'd be great podcast uh <laughs> like footage. Well, you know, I gotta I feel you on this. Thank you. You know why? Because when I went to Brooklyn College, shout out CUNY. Yeah. Okay, CUNY in the building. Mm. When I went to Brooklyn College, um I majored in business management and finance. Mm. I minored in Latino studies. But there are mad electives that you got to take in college. So there's some truth to that. Yes. If you have a side passion, go and take classes in your side passion. Believe it or not, the guest that we have tonight starred in a film with a very famous celebrity who I had her mother as an acting teacher in Brooklyn College. I had Laura Linney's mother mm. as an acting teacher at Brooklyn College. Wow. Can you believe that? Yeah. From, Oz- from the Ozarks? Laura yeah. Linney? Yeah. Do you know who Laura Linney's mother was? And this is a total tangent. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. For your tangent? Yeah. Okay. We're okay, because we're going like yeah, very tangentized. So she, Laura Linney's mother was the woman from the 80s in the ragu. I think it was Prego or ragu tomato sauce with the it's in there. Oh, it's in there. Oh, oh, it was, she was like, tomatoes, it's in there. Peppers, it's <laughs> in, in there. there. Onions, <laughs> it's, it's in, in there. there. That was Laura Linney's mother. Wow. wow. Oh now I got to watch it. Marge Linney, shout out to you. If Marge you. Linney. Marge Linney. Yeah. Anyway. That was I, awesome. I love those fun facts. And great so, segments. So, uh, listeners, if you're out there and you have a serious question, I will seriously answer it for you and ask Pago. Um, and now it's time for another segment that you might not be that excited about. No. Double change of bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. 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 I've been and we kind of blew him out. Mm. Um, so yeah, just shouting out my team. The uh, it's okay. I'm the, still two and two. You're the, two and two. It's the pretty fine. little linemen. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my squad. Pretty little linemen. That's my squad. But, All right, let's get it going, bro. We're gonna edit. Can we edit this out? It's hilarious. Okay, guys. Yes. First bite. First um, bite. In case you didn't think Amazon's Alexa voice wasn't angry or confrontational enough. There, Amazon okay. Alexa is gonna have Samuel Jackson Dang. as their first celebrity what? voice for its virtual assistant. Like you can, 
you can buy for 99 cents you can hear him basically read you the news give you the weather tell you jokes you know what I mean wow. and so check it out we we were lucky enough today to 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 get a preview oh. of the Samuel Jackson Alexa voice we have it we wow. have a little beta version here okay and i'm going to ask him some questions some questions and see how it goes okay, okay. Awesome. so let me go with first question all right <laughs> um sam what time is it Fuck you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. He didn't answer my question. Very direct. I like that. Answer. I think I do know what time it is, like <laughs> in a in a different sense, not in the sense I was looking for. But okay, you know what? I think that was too specific, though. Let me. All right, Sam. What is the weather for this weekend? You're an annoying motherfucker. <laughs> Bang. Wow, Straight yes. to the point. I like. Like this. I don't. So yeah. you didn't get the answer, but you got the answer. Straight All right. Up. This is not how I. This is not how I expected it. Like, okay. the other Alexa is a lot more helpful. Anyway, last question, all right? All right, look, Sam, seriously. Let's be, are you going to insult me after every... <laughs> are you going to insult me after every question I ask? Shut the fuck up! All right, that's it. Wow, okay. So that's Very the beta good. version of the Samuel Jackson <laughs> oh Alexa Oh, my God, I want one. I tried. I'm down. I think it's good. I, I like it, man. Straight to There's the point. There's a lot of energy there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I want to ask you guys, though, are there any other celebrities that you would like to hear as the voice of Alexa in the future? Oh, Ooh, that's man. a good one. That's I, an excellent question. I would love mine to be like Shabba Ronks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, Shabba. Shabba. Exactly. Shabba. Set, me, set an alarm for me, Shabba. Sing-a-ling-a-ling. Like, it's the perfect wow. alarm. Were they going to have to go to the old folks, like, old school reggae old folks home to find him and shit? <laughs> Why don't you just leave Shaba <laughs> alone? Okay? Reggae icon, Shaba ranks. Oh, my God. Wow. Sing a ling School bell a ring. Bye, bye. Bye, That's your alarm clock? Yes. <laughs> Shaba, I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> Mike? Not a celebrity. I would have Frank. As oh. Oh. Come on. That's Yo. Yo, Mike. Yo, guys. Yo, guys, you wake know, up, guys. You know, if you keep hitting the snooze button, yo, that the, mo the molecules in your brain, like, yes. they, they'll start magnifying and, like, mess up your, like, internal organ. I'm like, what the hell, Frank? It's too early for this. That's a good one. Frank, any last, last one for you? Um... I don't know if you guys, you guys are maybe too young for this. You remember Iri Chacon? Yeah. She had a sexy voice back in the 70s. Yeah. I will get her for my Alexa. You want her like now or like back then? Back now. Her voice now or her voice back then? Franklin, levántate. Now she's like, levántate. Levántate. No, no te pudiendo cansado también. Levántate, chulo. How about you, Jamie? Maybe like uh, like Al Pacino or something like that. Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. What? Fucking wake up already! <laughs> I'm in the dark. You're in the dark here. You're in the dark here, boy. Hoo ha! Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, it was good. All right. Okay. Um, next bite. <laughs> La Latino Twitter wasn't happy this weekend because they mm. saw a tweet from a writer and artist named Samuel Williams, who wrote. Um, this was his tweet. Some white people just won an award at the Vegan Awards in the best vegan snack category for their new innovative snack idea. It's called Plantain Crisp. Get the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nah, whoa, whoa. get out of here, Oh, man. you thought of that shit? Yeah. What? Damn. This is innovative. Because, I mean, obviously, Latinos, they know... It's platanos, right? Latino community. And it's, platanos. Which is so much more fun to say than plantains, obviously. Dang. But people are calling this cultural appropriation. Of course. Of course, because they're taking credit for a dish that many Latinos eat pretty much every meal, right? Yes. And they're selling it at like triple the price. How much is it? 
Triple the price. Okay. okay. Yo. Just, I know we said no, <laughs> we said no math. We said no math earlier. Simple it down. No, I no, get it. Yo, the plata triple expe- the price. Um, plata expensive. No, Times three. I think, check it out. Latinos cannot, they can't just let white people market their food, right? To other to other white people. No. no. Like, what, what are they going to steal from our culture next? Hookah? <laughs> Which don't. is actually originated in India, but that's not the point. Right. <laughs> Latinos, they got to market these foods themselves. And I think the thing, what they got to learn is, they got to yes. call it something white people will respond to. Okay. So right. the, the 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 product that won mm. from these white people is called purely plantain. Oh, oh you know, it's very clever. It's, it's catch. Wow. You know, so maybe with us we could be like unmistakably mofongo. Ooh. You know, or how about just simply sancocho? Ooh, that <laughs> is a winner. God you like damn. that one? I love that Good. one the best. And my last tantalizing tostones. <laughs> Uh, you don't like that? One? All right, we'll go with we'll go with simply sancocho. I love it. Um, simply sancocho. Awards, awards, awards. Um, like hopefully that. next vegan awards. You know, we'll, we'll get an award there. But thanks, that's all the bites for this week. Yeah. And now it's time for the fake news. Wow. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello! Hi, Frank! Hi, Frank! Folks. Hi, Frank! Hello! How's everyone doing? We're great, great Frank. Frank. I love your shirt. Your shirt is bright. Thank you, guys. It's just like, like a, melon. It's like a tangerine. <laughs> well, uh, Halloween's coming, and I know Jamie. Oh, uh, you're like a pumpkin. <laughs> you're a walking pumpkin. Is that your fake news? <laughs> oh, this is the fall harvest Fra- look. <laughs> it's a Franco lantern. <laughs> Mac, yo, Frank, you treat this like as a runway when you come in with your yeah, new shirts, I, guys. Bro. I gotta come correct. Frank or treat? I gotta come correct for you guys. I have to. You look great. I gotta come correct for the loyals yeah. all the time, every week. I do the best you I can. You are definitely fashion forward. Definitely. I see Thank you. Question. Your Liverpool Be honest. Jeans. Yes. We've established that we're honest. Mm-hmm. Do you have your outfits laid out for a month in advance for the Pachincha Bueno? It depends if you know. Pachincha Bueno. Like wow, I got it back. That's a Freudian slip. <laughs> it was. That was our show. Back Bringing it back. Yeah. Where internet radio was the thing, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they get the next biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. Like plantain chips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking. Wow. Yeah, okay, we, we anyways, Frank, yeah. it's your turn. Go ahead. Well, guys, today I got a good one for you guys. I, 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 it's so deep that I don't know if I can even like put it all together in the amount of time that I'm going to do, but I'm going to do my best. Let me hit this pen. I'm, okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Folks, today we're going to talk about the hive mind. Yeah. Like what, the bodega hive? The, the hive. The beehive? Which right. one is it? Be- I like that, Mike. Beehive. That's what we're mm. going right now. Okay. But I want you guys to forget about the, the hive. Right now, you know what we're talking about. The beehive is very symbolic when it comes to occultism, guys. Yes. Okay? okay? Absolutely. And what's very special about it is that a queen runs it. A woman runs it. Huh. Surprise, So, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating this to the women. You know, the beehive has a certain, uh, a certain way that it works, and these insects work in a certain way that the occultism always looks up to the bees, and you see it a lot in a lot of symbolism, okay? Mm. And I, just, I know you guys don't like me to read stuff, but I'm going to read this okay, go ahead, really quick because I want you to know what it relates to when it comes to human beings and the hive mind. A collective consciousness analogous to the behavior of social insects in which a group of people become aware of their community and think and act as a community sharing their knowledge, thoughts, and resources. And we could say, like, Twitter and Facebook is like this right yes. now. 
So we think like the beehive, yeah. right? And, you know, we saw like Cambridge Analytical with Trump, how that affected yes. the elections, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And the elections are coming like in a year, guys. Oh. So yeah. I want you guys to think about that, how the internet and, you know, the political system and everything is being affected. And the hive mind has a lot to do with that. So there's, okay? a, Trump, there's a Trump hive? And not it just the hive on the head. There is a Trump hive. The oh hive around God. his head. There is wow. a Trump hive. And if you, so, you talk about the beehive. Uh, Beyonce has a beehive. When you mess with her, she sends a beehive after you. Yeah. yeah. And little Kim is the queen bee, right? Mm-hmm. Bzz, wanna rumble Ooh. with the beehive. And it gets even deeper, guys. You see the White House? Yeah. The dome? Yeah. That's inspired by the beehive. Hello. Oh. Hello. Oh. Hello. Wow. <laughs> Hello. You convinced my me with the whistle, Frank. Hello, my friends. He's good with that whistle. Yeah. 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 And Mike, the beehive and the hive mind is going to get even deeper because we're going to be connected to this hive mind, okay, Mm. as time goes on. And you see a little smartphone I told you to take off, Mike? The what? The smartphone you have, the Apple smartphone. Yes. There is news right now that of people that supposedly have been saved through their smartphones because it picks up if they're having a heart attack or their arteries are clogged. That's only Apple. Android doesn't do that, so I can't. They're gonna we, catch I, don't, up. I don't have that option. They're gonna catch we up. Keep telling you can't you. save you, Jamie. They're gonna catch up. Step your game up. All right, guys. So we're 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 getting connected. You I'm know. having a heart attack right we're, now, by the way. <laughs> according to my we're getting Apple Watch, co- we're, we're getting connected by you know physically to this hive mind, okay? And it gets even deeper, you know. Um, in the uh, Google one, I talk about the Black Mirror, right? Remember the Black Mirror Netflix? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Black Mirror goes even deeper. Black Mirror is, we're connected by Black Mirror. See the phone, the black? That's oh. the Black Mirror. It gets deep. Oh. Whenever you see yourself, My God. the TV is a Black Mirror. Mike, your phone is cracked, though, right? So. Your laptop is a Black Mirror. That's like seven your, years back. Still better than right? your Samsung. And it's, 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 it's really <laughs> connecting with, uh, with us in a really, really deep level, I'm guys. I'm scared, Frank. No, don't be scared. You just have to be aware. Oh. So what does that mean? We got to work like bees? Well, we are bees. In the system, we're we are bees. Well, we work. So we got to work. You're the queen. The you're, Where, the you're the queen of the LOL oh, so I don't queen. have to work. Perfect. You're the LOL queen. <laughs> we're the workers. Oh, okay. Well, so we bring, there's only second. one queen. We bring on home the second. honey. We bring home the honey. Hold on you a go. second. Hold on. I think this is like a moment. That oh, is Christ. not my perspective of this. Okay. But it is what it is. No. There's no other female that I'm, runs the LOL. Is this an intervention? You're the only purpose of it. You're the only. you're the queen bee, right? I'm the only female here. Right. But in this right here, us four, you're the queen bee. What about the birds and the bees? My parents never taught me about that. I don't know where this is going. (laughs) This just has to do with bees, no birds. Wow. Okay. Yeah, guys. So, in conclusion. Yes. Uh, is there something that we have to be mindful of with this whole well, behind? What thing I want you to there? be very mindful of is that elections are coming. Yes, Trump yes. is coming hard, and don't forget about Cam- Cambridge Analytical. They really took the elections, and it really affected hundreds and thousands, and maybe millions of us because we are not aware of what they're doing. I want you guys to look, to look up Cambridge Analytical. They affected the elections in uh, whenever it was okay. And they're going to do it again. And it's affecting us. And we're getting more and more trained. And we can't even notice it. And as time goes on, they're going to get more and more in our minds. And they're going to affect the elections. And they're going to affect a lot of more of our decisions. So and we're not really aware of what's going on. So basically, we should be careful. Thank Ooh, you. Good okay. one. I like I that. We, I need we, we should end it on that. Jamie! Seriously. Thank you, oh, Frank, you, that so was much. Good. That was great, Frank. Thank you very Thanks, much, folks. Frank. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. 
Support from LOL comes from Manscaped, who yeah. is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Mm. Manscaped offers position engineer tools for your family jewels. Yeah. I'm so glad Manscaped exists. Can I tell you? Because I used to try to manscape the old-fashioned way. What's that? <laughs> With scissors. What? Wow. And I'm telling you, I almost Lorena Bobbitted my, 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 you know, my member back in the day. With and what? With these little scissors that I had in oh, my bathroom. Idiot. Look, and I, have, I, don't want pe- I don't want our audience to have these permanent scars that I have down there. Right. So that's why Manscaped, yo, they've redesigned the electric trimmer. They're, look, they got this thing. They're lawnmower 2.0. Yes. It has proprietary skin-safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Wow. You know, Frank, remember that time we were shooting and you mm-hmm. were on set and you're yeah. like, yo, I got to trim my goatee? Right. Yeah, that trimmer, mm-hmm. my bad. Oh. I'm so sorry about mm-hmm. that. Damn, no wonder that chick said that smelled like smelly balls. Well, now anything. with Manscaped, right. no more, bro. I'm going to give you the Manscaped and that's it, bro. Oh, great. Yeah, because you don't have, look, it doesn't make sense to put to use the same trimmer that you use on your face on your balls. That's true. All right? Look, Manscaped. They have another thing called the Crop Preserver. Mm. What's that? An anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Wow. You know, because you already, look, you put deodorant on your armpits, so yeah. why are you not putting it on the smelliest part of your body? I mean, it's not the smelliest part of my body. I mean, I try to- <laughs> It is for me. I try to wash, you know, at least every other day. But, I mean, a lot of people, they need some deodorant on their balls. Mm. So, yo, look. Yeah. Get 20% off. Damn, that's good. Plus free shipping. With us go LOL wow. at manscaped.com. These, Manscaped is giving you the right tools for this particular job. You know what? Your balls will thank you. Thank Yo, you, guys, man. get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code LOL. I'm already ahead of you, bro. All right, you guys, it's that part of the show where we interview somebody. Mm. Fill in the blank. Rhymes with shmamazing. Someone amazing. And (laughs) this is definitely happening. He is an actor, and his name is E.J. Bonique. She said my name correctly. E.J. Bonilla. 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 I thought it was Vanilla, but I was like, let me go with Bonilla. As as a long-suffering Mets fan, are you related to Bobby Bonilla? Yeah, Ooh. actually, yeah, yeah, he's my second cousin. What? No, the hell? no, shut up. Okay, no. He's a liar. Jamie got excited. And a good actor. <laughs> Jamie's like, wait a minute, he still makes a million dollars for the next twenty years. No, I was gonna be like, yeah, I can't say anything bad. No, about I'm Bobby in his Bonilla. will. Nah. I'm in his will now. <laughs> We're. I haven't gotten no money to me though. <laughs> He's been out of the mix. I was gonna for a switch. While. I was gonna switch yeah. it up. Like, no, actually, he's underrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. guy. You know, yeah. he is. A, he played ball. <laughs> it's like when you go see a play, you're like, it wasn't great, but I love my friend. Uh, yeah. oh, you're like, you tough. had lights. <laughs> you, oh God, you were on stage on that field. Yeah. You who's did the, it. Who's the guy that, cur- that closed the curtain? He's good. Oh man, that was perfect. It was such good timing. <laughs> We just, okay, we're here for those at home or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Could you just give us a brief synopsis of where our listeners may have seen you? I don't know, man. I. <laughs> You've got quite a resume, and rather than me go through it and do your PR. Ooh. I don't know. I, I, I've, I've, just, I've been blessed enough to tell stories for a little while now, and I started around the time I was like 16. So young. So I got really lucky because like, like other other boys were busy trying too hard to impress girls, and I was like, "That sounds great, but it's not gonna happen." I have to come into myself first. So, 
I started saying yes to other parts of life. Like I started, like I found God and I, and I, it opened up so much for me. And one day I just, on AOL dial-up, remember that? Oh my God. <laughs> like, right? You've got bro. mail. Yeah. I love that the whole sound effect crew broke out. Yeah. <laughs> so we all remember parts of that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do the front, loud front door closing, but I couldn't. Oh, I, I hate can't do that. The yeah, door that was slam. The it was always so loud. Oh yeah. It was like, where's the black guy from Police Academy? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I, I just um, I Google searched open casting calls for managers and agents in New York City. And I, I took it as a sign because, like, on the first page, it was like the day of the interview for this open casting call was on my birthday. But my birthday is September 8th, and we were already in October. So I was like, that shouldn't be there. And then that's my manager till this day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So basically, Thank your advice you, to actors is just to Google casting well, agents? Well, honestly, <laughs> guys, it's so, that easy. It's that e- I, I think a lot of places aren't developing talent anymore. Not as much. Everyone yeah. wants someone to come with a resume, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, if you can find a boutique small agency that believes in you, absolutely do it. Especially the younger you are, the more they're like, okay, we can help them grow. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing a fair amount of stuff. I've gone broke a few times. But yeah, like I've been, I was on Guiding Light for a few years. Right. Okay, I love the name of your character in Guiding Light. Can you say it? For uh, Rafe, Rafe. You know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> Is it's fucking Rafe. And in the first meeting, I was like, hi, I'm just, you know, I'm new here. But is it is it like Rafi or is it like Rafi maybe because his name's Raphael? And they're like, no, no, I think, I think it's Rafe. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Rafe? Yeah, so I was just like, I'm not going to argue with them. They're paying me. I, yep, Rafe sounds good. Rivera. And when like my Latino mother also was like, Rafe, where are you? I was just like, this, this is good. <laughs> This is good. Did you have any of those soap opera moments where you just have to like stare at each other for like five Holy minutes? shit. Fucking yeah. <laughs> My first episode. That's really funny. <laughs> I think Be- Jamie saw it Because before. it was the first episode and I remember going home being like, holy shit, that shit's real? Like they really do that. Yeah. My wow. first episode, I was like robbing the guy who ended up secretly being my father. So that's normal. <laughs> Wait, that what? That was normal. <laughs> Rafe, I'm your, I'm your dad. I am your papa. Spoiler alert. I was like, no, don't look at me. Here, take it back, dad. Oh I am God. so lonely and angry and brown. Um, so like, I, I rob him at knife point. I'm like, give me your money, man. And then he's like, huh? But it was the moment that they cut to commercial. Uh. So they literally were like, okay, EJ, you know what? You're not doing it right. And not doing it right, I thought was me being realistic. And they were like, no, <laughs> that's not what we want. Wow. They were like, I want you to look at him and then look at the knife and look <laughs> at him. But then look at the knife and then look back at him and be like, what? Oh <laughs> You're going to give me your money. I've made a decision in my brain. Uh, oh my god! That's wow. So yeah, those moments are are real, but I get it. Like you're cutting to commercial, it's creating suspense. You know, they're pumping out 42 minutes of material every day. So bless everyone's hearts there. Like it is a fantastic training ground for anyone, regardless of where what your background is. I'm making jokes about soap operas, but like, dude, take the job, take the gig, and don't let yourself accept less. I think that's the that's the thing. Like you can get away with less than as an artist. Because they don't have time to look for the best shit. They just don't. It's like 14 hours a day, right? Yeah, a lot of the time. Wow. 
Yeah, and there's changes. And if you're one of the stars there, you learn. Like we had one woman there, God bless her, and I used to say she could turn sand into crystal. Because she would take stuff that I was just like, man, like it just feels like this is missing so much. And then I would watch her do it and I'd be like, well, fuck, I need to step my game up. That was incredible. Wow. There's OGs in, there's OGs in those soap opera like, shows. Who's like, this you- guy? What is he doing? Is he-, <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me, he winked, and he licked his lips. <laughs> 23 minutes? Okay. <laughs> Our clock guy is making his Time presence felt. <laughs> We're experimenting with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so popular. Look great. at the clock. Yeah. Look at the microphone. Oh, no. Look at the clock. Yeah. Okay. Look at Jamie. I'm sorry. Look at me. And then say sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, <dun>. Next question. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> On the next question. <laughs> so <laughs> after after the soap opera, do you remember your first like uh, non soap opera gig? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was really I was really really blessed. Um, one of the first things that like solidified in me that I was ready that I wanted to tell stories for the rest of my life. There's something called the Sundance Film Labs. If you guys have never heard of it, it is a masterclass in whatever it is you love about making film. And so they have the director's lab. Uh, in the beginning of summer, and then they have the uh, the I'm sorry, they have the writers' lab first, and then they have the directors' lab at the beginning of summer. And uh, I was in high school still; I was 17 when I got accepted for this film called "Don't Let Me Drown," and I was just there. Wow! I was in 2005. I was there to just you know they have directors come in, they workshop six of their most difficult scenes. And then they have people like Sally Fields was there, Philip Seymour Hoffman was there, Robert Redford, of course, and all these amazing people to help guide uh, the directors and the actors and the Incredible. artists, right? Incredible. Right? Um, and so my mind was a little blown because I got to leave school. I got my like my teachers to be like, okay, fine, you can make up your shit when you get back. My Mr. Marks, if you're listening, like, thanks, man, because he did not want to do it. He was like, Edward, what's more important to you? And he's a fantastic teacher. But I left. I was like, peace the fuck out. I was like, thank you. <laughs> what do you think, Marx? Thanks yeah. for shaping you my think? young mind. Yeah. Thank you for Hamlet. I mean, what? No, <laughs> Not sure what we're allowed to say. Um, and then I, I, I went out there. And my mom got to come with me. And for me, that was huge because I'm a, I'm a boy from Brooklyn. And I'm getting myself and my mother flown to one of the most beautiful places in the fucking world, Utah. If you've never been to, it really, it's called God's country for a reason. It was summer, it was 90 degrees, but we could still hike up an hour and get to ice on the top of the mountain. That shit is fucking crazy. And on the first day there even, there's like a big circle and there's a Native American shaman there and there's a blessing because Redford asks to use the, the countryside instead of just pretending like white people own everything. Like he really asks the Native American community for their permission and the local chief slash shaman comes and does this like giant blessing in this beautiful open meadow. And you stand there as he goes person to person and like prays for you. And that shit was just like, whoa. And then to have Sally Fields come up to you and be like, come here, I want to give you a hug. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, and she, was, she, so she saw the dailies for like a scene we shot. And she was like, you got chops, kid. And I was just like, I don't know what that means yet. <laughs> But yeah, you know, my Puerto Rican mother from Brooklyn was like, holy shit, I get a vacation for two weeks. That was amazing. All right, <laughs> Wait, Brooklyn! Did those Native Americans get like movie deals from Redford? Like, Absolutely. You know, all okay, of yeah. them. They're At famous. least, you know, they yeah, we all know the scripts and development. Native and... American artists in the world. We all know them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just to answer your question, mm-hmm. that project ended up getting made in 2000. 
2007 we filmed it. Mm-hmm. So when I booked the soap opera, they knew I had that coming. Okay. So they let me do that film, and that film went to Sundance. And that was my first like real introduction into like, this is what making a movie is. If I'm not mistaken, that was part of the uh, New York International Latino Film Festival at the time. Yeah, right? uh, that's when I first. That's uh, where we met. Yeah, that's where we met, and it was like such a great film, and it's like it was so dope because like knowing that it was in Sundance and stuff like that. That's freaking. That's dope, and and the, at the age that you were at, that's just great it, to have on your resume. It was a blessing experience. to play a young Latino boy from Brooklyn, as a young Latino boy from Brooklyn. Wow. So you grew up in Brooklyn. Shout it out real quick. Where Yo, you Brooklyn, rapping? Williamsburg, Cooper Projects. You can do it too, N-Words. <laughs> <laughs> Willie B. Williamsburg. Can you shout out your block? Uh, Kingsland Avenue between Withers and Jackson. All right, okay. Ba-ba-ba-ba, don't shoot me. <laughs> so uh, Williamsburg is different now. Is it different? Are you more kidding di- me, man? Like, yeah. More different than when you grew up? Yeah, there? I wasn't allowed outside when I, when I was littler, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, never grow up, guys. It's a trap. Don't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, now, now there's like organic chicken on every street corner. They're slinging that instead of the weed. Because, you know, because white people took over that industry. You know, uh, we could talk about that shit. I hate that. I got. Yeah. You know. They're just selling weed in storefronts now. Yeah, now it's like, just like no more slinging. <laughs> oh my! It's... I went to a place. Hey, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. Um, what? We do mm. yoga in the back, and we sell weed in the front. No fucking jokes. And have you been to Cali and looked at their weed shops? Uh, yes. It was like an iPhone store. I walked in and they all had tablets. We did it together. We did it together. We did it together. We all together have been to dispensaries in LA. Oh man! And it was just. We went to a female-owned one. Do you remember that? Yeah. Everybody's wearing pink little like half tops and yeah. shit. But anyway, they had Star no, Wars. No, no, yeah. Star Wars themed weed. I was like, wow, it's this is weird. even for nerds. There's yeah. like glass <laughs> cases. Everything's on display. They're like, yes, sir. Let me open that for you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? What kind of bud do you prefer? I'm like, I don't fucking know this kind. I don't, I don't know. So like the Brooklyn be coming out sometimes. I could be on set when I'm angry. Absolutely. Discuss. Like, what happened? Uh, I think when I'm on set, the way that I get into character is by making a fool of myself often. So, like, if like if there's, like, people before, let's say, like, a play reading or something like that. Uh, I got this from a friend, but it's, it's, it's very much me. Like, other people are shaking hands, they're talking, they're on their phones. I'm in the corner playing with something. Like, I stay in my imagination as often as possible. Um, I believe in that power. I believe that we have the universe inside of us. And so you don't always have to use your family or your own tragedy as a, as a thing. It can be a starting off point. But I believe that, like, we have everything in us. And so often I'll even, I'll go into casting rooms and I'll be like, excuse me, I'm sorry. This, is, the, is it a possibility this character could be from London? Is that a thing? No. All right. It's fine. All right. I, B, A, B, C. <clears throat> sorry. Okay. American then? Cool. And I'll just fuck with them intentionally because I don't want you to peg me as anything because I hate that you already tried to mm. like I've had my man I love my manager Elise Kosev is amazing over at MKSND so is Jeff Mitchell and she's been honest with me and there was a point uh, when I was a little littler than I am now where a casting director told her yeah he's great but he doesn't do this and I was pissed because this was upper class this was extremely educated this was the son of an argentinian diplomat and i just remember being like well fuck that i went to fucking the gap i got all the khakis you know <laughs> yeah just give them all i'm just like all, all of the khakis i don't care <laughs> why i don't know what they are okay <laughs> um but that was like a big thing for me i think uh so like 
and I've had directors say that, like there was one director, and, I, and he's a great guy, and he was really honest, and he was like, AJ, if I'd have known that you were a fucking, you were dancing around like a little puff, I'd have never hired you, mate. And I was just like, wow, thank you. I'm a fucking actor, but okay, cool. Good to know. You know? Do you think there's been progress in the last five to like six, seven years in the industry as far as Absolutely. us Latinos as being actors and stuff? Yeah, I think they realized that there's money here, and so they started to change things. Yes. I think that's really what it is. I mean, I think a big, a big part of it is like now they're finally letting us write more. And I hate even saying letting us. Another part of it is like we have social media now. We don't need you. We are our own everything if we, if we want to be. You can have a whole fucking business off of your little phone and make money being who you are. So now you, now you can't hide. You can't hide me. I'm here. Mm. And one of, the, uh, uh, one of the things I said on stage recently was like, we are our flags the moment we walk into a room. And so often the movies about us getting made are like, I'm going to play my congas on top of this roof and you'll see my story. It is hard. We sell drugs. It is difficult. But it's like, what about the films where me and my friends are hanging out and we're pretending that we have an imaginary friend and that's the whole movie. Like, where's our films like that? And they right. often aren't there, right? Because we don't have enough of us writing. Mm. But because Liguizamo and all these other amazing people that came before us helped pave the way, I mean, you look at, I look at Liguizamo like a fucking hero, man. Yeah, it, that, listen, that's how we feel in the room. Right. We're mm -hmm. on the same page. Yeah. I mean, Latin history for morons. I was there opening night. I wept. Where did you get a brownie from? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I really don't want one. I, really, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. It was about to get no, so deep, and it then it went to a brownie. <laughs> Genesis came in with a brownie. Genesis came in with a brownie. I appreciate it. Genesis. <laughs> Why, that? that is so mean. No, I don't want it now. <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. I can't have any. No, I mean, like, Liguizam. No, I'm really, I'm serious. I can't have any. Okay. Thank you, though. I'm just kidding. Uh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, Genesis. So like, dude, a, a demon clown in Spawn, uh, a, a little person musician actor in Moulin Rouge, like, uh, Chi Chi in, in Tu Wang Fu. Like, this dude proves. You cannot keep me down. You can't. I am not just what you saw me as in movies from the fucking 80s where brown, pe where brown people were played not by brown people. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get to do that. Not anymore. Uh, and so I'm really excited as we write more of our own projects and as people see that I am everything. Yeah, and I'm fucking from Brooklyn. Thank you. All right. Woo! I love that so much, not only because I'm also from Brooklyn, mm. uh, but just... I love that you use your platform to convey messaging. And another message that you're really trying to convey right now is about toxic masculinity. Absolutely. So could you enlighten us a little bit more about that topic and what you're doing around it? Yeah, a lot of us don't have dads. You know what I mean? And one of the biggest things plaguing our community, sadly, is often we're having babies very young. So how do you even begin to teach your child patience and other virtues when you're going through puberty still? I don't blame young mothers for getting angry at their kids. They're 15, mm. 16, 17. God bless them. Like, what are you expected to understand? And when that cycle keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, you're passing on very immature lessons to your kids. And we get a community that, yes, a lot of people break out of that cycle. Amen. I'm, I'm proud of my mother, who was a very young mother and a single mom of two fucking boys. Like, she kicked ass. She's my fucking hero, my mom. Uh, that being said, you know, a lot of what I learned was like, hey, Papa, here's a bag of condoms. Go get them. Mm. 
You know what I mean? And then I think, I honestly think that boys and girls aren't really that different, but we're raised fucking differently. Mm-hmm. You shut up, keep your legs closed, and don't be a little slut. You gay, Baba. How big is that? There we go, girlfriends you have. There you go. Give her the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Give a her the of, dick. A lot of times, it's women saying that to their boys. Yeah. A lot of the perpetuation of toxic masculinity comes from women who say that they want a sweet, sensitive guy, and then you get that sweet, sensitive guy, and you're not turned on. Mm-hmm. You know, so what the fuck is that? Mm. Uh, and so I really do want to have conversations with younger boys where I say to them, listen, like, let's have a conversation about the power of saying no as a male. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm an advocate for, for females as well. I'm, I'm, a, I'm my own feminist in my own way. But, like, as a male, talking to other males, there is power in saying no to something you don't really want. Why? Because we're taught, yo, bro, you get the opportunity to fuck, you better take it. And not only must you take it, you better beat that pussy up. Because if you don't, you're not a real man. Mm-hmm. Is that, that what they of, tell you guys? That's, that is... You sound like my high school gym coach. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's where you heard well, that talk from? Jamie was very motivational. I needed wow, motivation. Jamie, you were like, I can do it. He's right. It's working now. <laughs> no, I don't need my emotions. No. <laughs> Just this member. <laughs> um, and I think it's bullshit. It really, really is. Like, I, one of the things I like to say to someone that I'm actually interested in is, yeah, I, I'm fun sometimes and I'm open, but can you love me when I'm insecure and I feel small? Mm. And if that goes on for a while. Because how many guys out there feel a lot but refuse to say it to their wives or their, or their girlfriends or whomever, the people in their life? Why? Because they're afraid. If I show you my sensitivity, you're going to think I'm weak. And if you think I'm weak, you won't love me anymore, or you won't think I'm attractive anymore, or you won't want to fuck me anymore. And that's just real shit. Do you also think pop culture perpetuates that? Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like you don't really see that sort of sensitive. The sensitive guy is always the guy who's just kind of like, oh, you know, I bet you you can't, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like. Fuck her before prom. And it's like, okay, here we go for two hours. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Gotta try to fuck. The the funny thing is, is like that sensitive guy. Flashback for you, huh, Jamie? That sensitive guy. It's a script. It's a script. That was a moment. I'm ready. Oh. (laughs) It's a a one man show. Yeah. It's my my sex life. And I play all the characters. I'm her and I'm I'm me. That's so like was all of you. No, but seriously, like pop culture is a, I mean, yeah. some, 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 kids, some kids are raised by the TV and this is I what was. they see. Yeah, I mean, My TV is my babysitter. Yeah. And to you, this day, it's one of my most unhealthy habits. Sorry, sorry. No, so yeah, so how do we, all right, so and what do you, how do you feel like you can kind of break that habit? I mean, you were talking about maybe doing like a, like a podcast, right? Mm. Or something where you. I think that like the more, especially males of color, uh, because, you know, I'm not in the white community like that. I'm not in other communities. This is mine. So for me, especially for males of color to like who are in the public eye and maybe who are, are going to be seen a certain way to break the fucking stereotype and speak up for just fathers to speak up and go on their Instagrams, go on your Facebook and have a conversation with the sons of the world. If you view yourself as a male who's finally found balance in your life and you found comfort in your sexuality, in your in yourself as a human, just being an individual, I like to say you need to find a way to be lovingly and yet unapologetically yourself. If you are being an asshole, you're probably not being your true self. And you don't have to be scared of that. Like, I like to tell younger boys, I'm like, I go talk in schools every once in a while. And often, I'll, if I can, I'll take the boys aside and we'll have a circle conversation and we'll talk. And one of the first things I said uh, at Boston Arts Academy with a group of boys was, you are not your father. Mm. 
And I just let that hit for a second. And because I knew one of the boys was having an issue, I knew some stuff that they didn't know I knew. And I just needed them to hear that because sometimes we wish we did heard it, you know? You're not your father, you're not your uncle, you're not the males in your life that you think you're supposed to be like, but that's awesome, dude. Because you get to figure out whatever the fuck you are, because whatever that is is special, it truly is. So figure it out. Say yes to things that make you uncomfortable. If it doesn't hurt your soul, and maybe the people you love, say yes. But if being yourself makes the people you love uncomfortable, God bless them, but fuck them. Because by virtue of you being you, by you having that strength, the family that you think won't change around you, oh, they'll grow because they do love you more than you think. They'll figure it the fuck out. And if they don't, then God bless them. That's on them. Yeah, that's amazing. This and 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 God bless your vocabulary because I thought I had a potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I curse the most on this show. Don't you think? I have met that's it. Next my episode? fucking match. Yo, like, let's hey, fucking get to it. Who, who are some of the people that um, kind of like got you to get in that frame of thinking? Because... Yo, God bless you, bro, thinking this way and, and, and planting that seed for the future. I was really uncomfortable for a really long time. And I have really good friends that, that don't know that about me, I think, fully. Like, I had no friends for a very long time. I was the kid at the lunch table who would pretend to be asleep. So it seemed like it was my choice you weren't talking to me. Bendito! Wow. Wow. And for me, like, finding God... I, I remember the night that that happened, I cried for three and a half hours straight. Just so much weight on the shoulders of a 12-year-old. Mm. And we don't realize, like our sons, our daughters are suffering, and we don't know. School is hard. Most of your kids' times are spent in school. So as much as you love them, you're like, ah, you can do it, don't worry about it. Parents aren't as involved, especially parents from the hood where it's like, we don't got time for that. Figure it out, kid. That's what school is for. I got to go to work. You know, and so like finding a sense of self in a space where you're just different. Like I remember being like, but I just, I'm just a little, I'm different. I'm not my brother. I wish I was. It used to make me cry. I want to be tougher. I want to be more of that masculine male. And I'm just not. It doesn't mean I don't have an animal in me. I do. But I had to learn to find me. I had to learn to celebrate me. And then I've had the blessing of amazing teachers along the way, you know. Mr. Marks really was a great teacher. Mr. William Green is one of the most incredible educators in New York City, period. He's the most flaming homosexual I've ever met <laughs> and the most amazing dancer and the most amazing chemistry teacher. Oh, wow. This dude can do anything. I guarantee you, you look him up, you should have him on your podcast. He's going to run the Board of Ed someday. Is he Latino? Absolutely. Uh, wow. Hello. Green, Green knows what it is to be homeless. To be a professional dancer by the time he was 15 was in Africa. The boy dances and you ask for three pirouettes, he'll do 10. <laughs> he's fucking amazing. And he is, he, to this day, he's my mentor. I will call him up and I'll be scared about something. I'll be confused. I'll just want to know. And he's the, the, one of the most great hustlers I've ever met in my life. And did he teach you how to dance? Because you said you have a kind of a dancing background. Actually, uh, he did more than that. Like, I was part, like, when I left junior high school, I got to high school as a sophomore. And because Brooklyn used to do that thing where like their schools went up to senior, freshman year of high school, their junior high schools did that. Uh, and he took me in my junior year. Uh, he said, call your mother. And I was like, huh? And he was like, call your mother. And I was like, uh, okay. And he took the phone and made me leave his office. And he explained to her that he was taking me somewhere. He's like, she knows you're coming with me. Don't worry about it. And I was like, uh, I <laughs> circa 2004. Okay, cool. Uh, 
And he took me on a trek to Harlem, took me up to a place called the UDA, the Uptown Dance Academy, asked me if I had shorts on. And of course, you know, you're a brown boy. Of course, you have basketball shorts on. Uh, back then, especially. Facts. I don't know why people are like, you playing ball? No. Then why the fuck do you have underwear and basketball shorts? Are you trying to hide your dick imprint? Like, are you ashamed? Or what's going on? Um... And then, nope, body positivity. Love to everyone. Yeah. Me too, me too. It's okay. Um, but, like, he threw me into a ballet class. And I fell in love. I, I love it. I love ballet. It is strong. It is fucking hard to do. And there's a lot of pretty girls around. But that's not why I was doing it. I loved it. You have to be so strong and so delicate. And, it, and I guess now that I'm saying it, it's kind of like a balance for my worlds. Because I have an animal in me. And then I can be the most flamboyant person in the room. And I think that deserves to be celebrated. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Final question. What are you excited about in the next couple of months in your career right now? Just specifically for my career? Uh, uh, no, both, actually. Anything. Uh, well, I mean, I really, really, really love this craft. I love telling stories. I want to be fucking great at it. And I believe that I'm on the road to do that. Uh, I can't. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it. When, when does this come out? Uh, ter- Thursday. Okay, well then I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I just booked a really amazing project with like two of my heroes. Dope. And I'm, I'm going to be a series regular on this new show and it's taking me to LA. Yay! So, nice. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I get to play uh, a CIA agent. Oh, damn. Um, and when I auditioned, I was like, he's a little bit from Texas, I think. I think he's a little, he's a little Southern. Okay. So let's find out. You keep him guessing, man. Switch it up on him. Don't let them peg you. Don't let them peg you. How exciting is that? Is this exclusive? Like I, I'm honestly super excited. I'm not even sure if I'm. A, I, I I would talk about it. I don't really no, care no, about no, that stuff. Fine, but fine. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you no. Know? Our listeners Play it will safe. See. Don't know. Don't know. We'll make a big announcement too, and we can talk about I it. I would love that. Absolutely. You. Yeah. You guys, one time for EJ Bonilla. No, you're beautiful, girl. Do it. Thank you so much, Mr. Bonilla. We're here talking behind the scenes about my gray streak. I appreciate you. This is the Que Lo Que segment. This is brought to you by Fuchila Fresheners. You guys, I just want to state for the record, Fuchila Fresheners has way more than just air fresheners. Because I know I talk about their air fresheners week after week. Uh, All the time, even outside of the the podcast. Because they smell so good. And they have Walter Mercado air fresheners. I cannot tell you, everywhere I bring my laptop and I open it up, it's like filled with stickers. And I have my Walter Mercado sticker from Fuchila Fresheners. I have my AOC sticker, Mm -hmm. Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I have my Platano sticker. And everyone's always like, where did you get them? And I'm like, Fuchila Fresheners. Go to Fuchila Fresheners, use code LOL10, and you will get 10% off your order. They have a shitload of stuff. They have shirts, mm-hmm. the fresheners, the and stickers. The shirts, do the shirts smell good? Do they, are they fresheners? That's an excellent question. That, and if they haven't done that, they need to do that. Ruben, like, you know scratch yeah. and yeah. sniff shirts are back. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Fuchila Fresheners. That's F-U-C-H-I-L-A Fresheners.com. Now, EJ Bonilla. Que lo que? You can find me on Instagram at the app symbol. That's the A with the circle. 
at EJ underscore Bonilla is where I am everywhere, I think. Yeah. Nice. Wait, is that what else am I supposed to say? That's just that? Whatever you want. You could just Any say whatever. Any projects you want to shout out. Whatever you want. Uh, anything. anything that's I'm, uh, I'm in the movie The Kitchen that's out right now in theaters, and I'm also in Gemini Man that's coming out uh, very soon. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I'm going to yell out in the theater like, yo, I know him. <laughs> I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> Record it and send it to me. <laughs> Congrats on all your success and continued success. And we're here for you. I want to come back. Can I come back next week? This is fun. I like yeah. this a lot. Yeah. I just want to be the clock guy now, though. Can I do it? <laughs> Are you okay with that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll just share it. I'll hold half. <laughs> I'll, my friends and I made up this word called shugal. We're going to get it copyrighted. And it means to gently cradle specifically one's balls. Um, oh. So, hey. Repeat I'm, the word, please. Shugal. Mm, I'm going to shugal you. Mm. Shugal you? Okay. Shugal. Um, so I, I honestly think that if I get that copy written and put it on fucking shirts, we somebody's gonna buy that. We're yeah. gonna make some money. It's I'm gonna true. do it. It's gonna be great. It's a catchy word already. Sugar. Sugar. It Sugar. does sound nice, whatever that it means. It sounds a little Jewish. It sounds like something I'd like to do. It sounds like a Jewish dessert. Kichel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strudel? Strudel? No. please. No, my wife makes the best sugar. Mm. <laughs> Katya, come here. I got too much <laughs> sugar in my mouth. <sighs> okay, guys, it's that time of the show where we have an amazing Keloke Quickie guest. Today we have a pair of twins. What? Ooh. So put your hands together for Adrian and Andrew Nuno. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you mind like the most of the interview is just gonna be twin questions? Yeah, like do we have you a guys lot. finish each other's sentences? We have a lot of, are you guys wearing the same thing right now? Come on. <laughs> no, no, not right now. But growing up, our parents dress us up like in the same clothes like all the time. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's obligatory. I think you have to. Was there ever was there ever a time like one of you guys did a like broke something and you blame the other brother and it's like, all right, we'll, we'll have a truce here. Like, I'll take the blame this time. The, the thought has definitely crossed my mind. <laughs> Surprisingly, we never framed each other for like any mischief that we got into when we were kids. Now I'm thinking that was a missed opportunity. No, absolutely. <laughs> definitely. Well, just so our listeners know, you guys aren't just twins, right? I mean, you are obviously more than twins. I'd love to just interview multiples on this show, and that, that's a podcast in of itself. But you guys, <laughs> you have a production company. You have a fabulous production, which we need to talk about, Bordered. So tell us about everything I just mentioned, please, your company and your project. Yeah, sure. Uh, so... Uh, we started a production company uh, when we were in high school. It's called uh, Digidemic Productions. Uh, it started out kind of just us making films with, like, friends and family for, like, no money, just kind of getting by with whatever we could do. Um, and fortunately, over the past few years, it's uh, kind of become its own thing where now we actually have money when we make the productions. And, you know, uh, we've been able to partner with various organizations, whether it's nonprofits or even uh, networks like Open TV uh, in Chicago. Um, that's kind of led us to uh, the projects that we're talking about right now, which is uh, Bordered. And I'll let the, the other me take it away with that. Thank you, other me. So uh, Bordered um, is a web series about uh, three Latinx siblings, each kind of on a different spectrum of what it means to be Latinx. You know, there is the character who is very much into their culture, respects their culture, 
the other character kind of uses it to their advantage, whether they can, like, call for diversity in the workplace or call a hate crime. That's pretty much how they use their culture. And the last character wants nothing to do with being uh, Latino and is only reminded that they're Latino when someone says, you know, oh, you look foreign or something like that. Um, and basically what happens is these three siblings return to their hometown when family tragedy strikes. Um, and the show is pretty much covering about what happens when you take these three different Latinos and put them under the same roof once again. So basically what kind of happens in terms of the different conflicts and different plot lines that intersect. And pretty much that's the gist of, of what Ordered is about. Yeah, and I, I feel this show especially, it, it, it reflects kind of our experience growing up in a suburb that was predominantly white. You know, oftentimes we felt the need that we had to be the ones kind of defending our culture, um, having to, like, educate a lot of our friends on basically what it meant to, like, when you met a brown person, you know, what, what that was like. And, like, if someone doesn't, didn't speak English, it didn't mean they were stupid. It just meant that they didn't speak your language. So a lot of that was just, like, our experience growing up, and a lot of that we inserted into the show, just really showing what it meant to grow up in a, in a background where everyone was basically different from you. So did this project always, uh, did it start as a web series or did you envision it as a, as a feature or, you know, a short or something like that? Or was it always like, this is, we want to do a couple episodes of this? Yeah, I think originally we kind of had this idea of making it kind of a feature film. Then when we realized how poor we were, we decided that we had to, <laughs> to go about it another way and to see like, how can we make it in a way where it's like, we make a pilot we see what interest is there. If enough people care, then we can keep on telling the story. Or if not, well, then we'll just kind of like let it be and then stop there. So we found that the web series format really allowed us to test the idea and also be able to present the story in kind of little snippets where you see more and more of these characters kind of the further you get into the season. With all the learnings that you've gathered from this production, do you guys have anything in the... Uh... Coming down the pipeline, as they say? Yeah, yeah. Actually, funny enough, uh, we're getting ready to launch our crowdfunding campaign uh, to fund the rest of the first season. Uh, we're launching a campaign on Seed and Spark, and uh, we're hoping to raise, I believe it's $15,000 in order to shoot the rest of season one. And hoping that we raise all of it, we'll start going into production on the full season uh, come January. Well, if you give us the link to that, we will include it in the show notes of this episode. We'll pump that out there, and hopefully we can arm up and let's fund the project for you guys. My, uh, I have a question for you guys. So you guys are always working together. Can you tell us a little bit about the dynamic on set or pre-production working as twins? Oh, yeah. I mean, fortunately, we, we work very well together because what the other one lacks in, the other twin comes in and kind of makes up for it and Ooh. kind of helps out. Nice. Um, whereas I'm more of, like, the techie. My twin brother, uh, Andrew, he's kind of like the writer, the, 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 the one that kind of has the seed of the idea that pretty much kind of dictates what everything else is going to do. And so uh, we slowly are kind of picking up on each other's uh, kind of fortes as the years have passed. Um, but I think one of the reasons why we continue to work with each other all the time is because we just know so well what the other one will think, not just because we're twins, but also because... Um, we just know so well what the other one thinks about certain ideas. And just in terms of also working on set, we know how the other one works in general. 
Now, that's not to say that, like, we don't fight, because we certainly do. Oh, yeah. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think part of what makes us work so well together is that, like, I know if I go to him with an idea, he will tell me if an idea is good or if it's bad. Mm. Like, he just will cut through the BS, and he will tell me if something's good or bad, mm. which is always good, because I feel like, you know, I, we have friends that will be like, oh, yeah, no, this is good, this is good, and it's like, but do you really think that, or are you just saying that because you're my friend? Mm-hmm. Where if I know it's, if he likes something, it's actually good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. And my, and my final question is, uh, can you describe a little bit the, um, the how the film scene is in Chicago? Because we're here from New York, but how is it over there shooting and how that, how that environment is right now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really coming into a stage of its own. I mean, there are a lot of really amazing creators and a lot of amazing organizations that, that we work with um, or that you know, other creators work with that are really allowing for not just diverse voices, but diversity in general, um, being able to come to the forefront. Uh, for example, Open TV, which is uh, the organization that we work with, I mean, they're just such a champion for diverse voices. I mean, whether it's you know, um, Asian voices, Latinx, African-American, queer, I mean, they really do a lot to make sure that um, these voices get heard and they get the platform that they deserve. And, I mean, Open TV is just one of several organizations yeah. um, that are doing a lot to make sure that voices that have been silenced for so long by these gigantic networks have a chance to, to get their stories told. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things I actually love about OTV is that uh, recently they brought the networks in Hollywood to Chicago because uh, they got a bunch of creators from the network together to do an intensive uh, with the Sundance Institute and uh, a few networks that came from Los Angeles to Chicago. Um, and fortunately, we were both selected along with our other creator to be a part of that. And so that's another thing that I love so much about being able to work with OTV is that they champion uh, diverse creators and provide opportunities so that you don't have to always go to Los Angeles. They bring Los Angeles to you. Dope. We love that. We salute you guys. Please let us let our listeners know how they can follow you, learn more about your projects. Shout it out. Sure thing. So, yeah, you can uh, find me on Instagram. Uh, my username is Andrew the Nuno Twin. And in typical twin <laughs> fashion, mine is Adrian the Nuno Twin. Yeah! <laughs> It's so symmetrical, and I appreciate good symmetry. I do. Please, one time for Adrian and Andrew Nuno. Yeah. Okay, what's up? Michael Oke is Room 28, the sketch group that me and Rachel are in, and that Ooh. Mike used to be in. Uh, <laughs> we are performing October 5th and 6th, all right, at the People in Espanol. Presenta Festival NYC. Uh, we're going to be performing at the Armory Track. That is Uptown Manhattan, 216, Fort Washington Avenue, New York, New York, Washington Heights. Um, we're going to do s- sketches for a straight hour, and we're going to have videos, live stuff. Um, somebody might juggle. I don't know. We don't know, because... Mm. But things are going to happen. Why would you give away the best part of the show? I know. The juggling act is like a 20-minute crazy <laughs> Why would thing you? We're not doing it. Let's do something new. All right. We'll be casting the juggling act. But still come through. Watch some funny sketches. Come both days. Uh, we'll probably do the same show, but we'll do it differently. 
Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of my unicycle bit. I have a unicycle. Oh, uh, you see, so yeah. one of those wow. days we'll probably Rachel will bust out the unicycle. Should I? Uh, yeah, I'm considering right. it. I'm workshopping yeah, yeah, yeah. it, so we'll see. I might out. bust out some rollerblading shit that I've been planning out to do. Perfect. Anyways, people, in Espanol, all right? We're going to be representing <laughs> there. And Somos, we're also representing Somos Health. Um, and we're coming out with a web series for Somos Health that we recently did. I don't know when that's dropping, but we're actually premiering the episodes we live. We to unveil it at the festival. Ooh. And then I don't know when they're premiering it afterwards, but you can come see it live. It's going to be a fun if event. If the people hate it, they may not premiere it at all. They I might, don't know. They might boo us off the we stage. We like it, but <laughs> But it's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> October 5th, Saturday, October 5th, Sunday, October 6th. And Jay Ferns is my Instagrammies. What about your Twitter? You can do a J underscore Ferns. Okay. You know? You still haven't figured that out yet, right? You should file You're something. You're angry about that underscore. I hate underscores. Yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. All right. So uh, my turn for my shout-outs. Uptown Collective. Their shout-out is the third annual Velocity Ride. It's the annual bike ride is dedicated to raising vital funds to support cancer research and care at the Columbia Herbert Irving Comprehensive Cancer Center. So for more information for the October 6th event, please visit www.velocityride.org to register. And obviously, uh, Corriente Latina, check out their site. They're supporting us, and they usually have some ticket giveaways from some films. Shout-outs to me, uh, all the platforms, Juan Bago, and I think now we have a special Frank. You yeah. get to do a shout-out in the Que yeah, Que. You know, I never, I never wow. come to bother you guys. Yeah, no. But this is a special bothering. one. This is a special one. This is a f- I, I, I never come on, so when I come on, it's special. This is a special listener. Do you I want got... like some trumpets? <laughs> Does you want do we have any trumpets? So we have a something. Please, for this him? is a faithful listener. I got to give her a shout out. Ooh. A saxophone, Ooh. anything. This is Desiree Para Garcia. You can find her on Facebook. She's been a. I mean, Facebook or Facebook? How you doing? Facebook. Catch me on Facebook, Mike Tyson at Facebook. <laughs> shout out to her. It's her birthday today. It's her big day. She's a faithful listener. She knows. Like our podcast to like the lost episodes. Oh. She's wow. for real. She's the, she's the real deal. This is the Happy girl from Phoenix. Girl. This is the girl from Phoenix, guys. Oh, oh damn. Okay. You know, How long like, you guys been dating? We haven't been dating. Yeah. You know, she hit us up about six, seven months ago. That's you know, she's a faithful listener. I want to give her a shout out. You know what I'm saying? She's for real, man. She's gonna take me out to Phoenix to go see the lights out in the, the, the desert. Aurora right? Borealis? What? Yeah. You're gonna go see Aurora Borealis. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's going to take me out there. I just want to give a big shout out. She's a big listener. She loves all you guys. Wait, can we go too? Well, like, what the hell? Yeah, why aren't we invited then? I want to see what? fucking Aurora Borealis. We're going to have to do a podcast maybe from her living room. I want to see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Desiree, happy birthday. I fucking, I want to see Aurora and Borealis, those bitches. These guys are going to want to go and see you out there. You already know. Happy birthday to you. That, happy birthday, Des. Awesome. Anything else, Frank? That's it, guys. Thank you so much. And let us know when you're going. We're g- one of us is going to go with you. Somebody's going to go with Someone you. Someone has a chaperone. Yeah. <laughs> is this? <laughs> All right. My turn. Okay. We got to send much love and respect to Yero.com. That's double L E R O.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. This week, they interviewed David Siqueiros, an artistic legacy, on how he's bringing his Mexican roots to eSports LA Gladiators. So visit Yero.com for the whole story. Okay, we got shows, people.
We got shows, people. Okay, October 5th and 6th, Jamie covered that. So um, check us out at People in Espanol Festival, Room 28. We are also going to be performing at the People's Improv Theater Sketch Fest. Oh, damn. That's right, baby. Sketch Fest 2019. It's not a monster car show, Jamie. It's, <laughs> it's a sketch comedy festival. Room 28 is headlining on Sunday. That's October 27th. Showtime is at 8.30 p.m. Get your tickets at the pit nycom Then we've got a little show, you know, hilarious. It's all oh, about yeah, the yeah, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Be sure to come check us out on October 12th. There are two shows, 9 p.m. and 10.30. That late show going to be popping, y'all. Yeah, I went to the early. The early show's great, but all, every, all my friends... Went to the late show. If so you rowdy, I would come to the later show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just mm. heed that advice. I'm in there. Mm. You're welcome. All right, go to <laughs> thehilariousshow.eventbrite.com. This lineup is sick. Hopefully, I will have one of the women on the Que Lo Que Quickie next week. Mm. Um, then, this New York Comedy Festival thing. Don't forget, tickets are on sale. Look, I ain't going... I'll go on record saying it. Come on, guys. You know this shit's going to sell out. Mm. I, that's our track record here, so yeah. I don't look to break it. Oh, boy. So it's going to sell out. Get your tickets, lollive.eventbrite.com. They're only $10 each. We are coming to Los Angeles oh. very soon. I already am buying outfits, and I can't wait. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> we're going to be in Los Angeles for the Hispanicized Conference. We have a podcast by the pool on Friday, October 18th from 12 to 1. Yeah, yeah, you can come party at the pool. That sounds dangerous, but yeah. Bago, I have a very important question we need to ask the event planners. Like, it's a poolside podcast. Or should we be in bathing suits too? Oh, yeah. Ooh, why not? Yeah. Okay. Should we? I mean, I don't know how to swim, so I have floaties, but yeah, no doubt. I'll give you my son's floaties. I think they'll fit you. Perfect. It's perfect. So you do not have to be. Um, an attendee of Hispanicized to come. Like, just come join us. We're going to be at the Intercontinental Los Angeles downtown. That's 900 Wilshire Boulevard. Am I saying that right? Yeah, absolutely. Wilshire? Wilshire? Mm -hmm. yeah. Wilshire. Wilshire however, however Boulevard. All right, so that's Friday, October 18th. And then later on that afternoon, the show doesn't end, people. What? Later on that afternoon from 3 to 4, Bago and I are going to be on a panel. Uh, I'm really excited for this panel. It's called I Have an Idea for a Podcast. I wonder what that's about. It's about podcasting. <laughs> Think about it, Smart Jamie. Ass. It's not that it's hard. It's about podcasts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and our own president of the network we're on is going to be on the panel with us. Shout out to Jack Hobbs. All right. All right. Very exciting. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So, please follow me at Rachel La Loca. And uh, thank you, everyone. I what a great episode. I mean, wow. yeah, let's clap. Why not? EJ, you were just yes, yeah. yes. EJ, you were just amazing. Thank bro. you, EJ Bonita. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you so much <laughs> to the Nuno twins. Thank you to them. Yeah. To everybody here coming consistently, like one time for the fucking intern. All right. Yes. Representing. Oye, mijo, qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. 
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.